Hi, welcome to CBeth Podcast, the podcast partner to CBeth Blog. It is Sunday, April 26th, 2009. And today, instead of reading one of my blog posts, I'm going to answer some questions that I received in an email that I think might be helpful to other bloggers who are listening to this podcast. I have Zoodle with me, so you may hear him occasionally. He just um, kind of fell onto the computer. So, yeah, yeah, he wants to... He wants to give his own input to these questions. Before I answer them, I want to make a big fat disclaimer. I am not a highly successful blogger. In fact, if you go to my One Minute Writer blog, it looks like it's highly successful because there are a lot of followers, quote followers, to the blog. But a lot of those people are people that just clicked follow and did not continue reading the blog. That blog had a lot of exposure in a short period of time because it was put on this particular blogger list. And because of that, a lot of people said, oh, cool blog, I'm gonna click the follow button, but most of them don't still read the blog. And so the number of actual readers of both of my blogs is not that high. And so I'm always happy to answer questions. People email me about how to have a moderately successful blog, but if you want advice on how to have a really highly successful blog, do some Googling and look in other places because I don't have experience on that. Anyways, I got this email a while back from Trudy, who has her own blog, and she just had some general questions about blogging, and I thought I'd address those and invite those of you who are listening to go to the comments section of the podcast blog, cbethpodcast.blogspot.com, and give your own suggestions and your own thoughts, because I would love for this to be a dialogue. Okay, on to Trudy's questions. Trudy says, number one, is there a way on my blog to respond to an individual that has responded to my post? If you use the blogger platform, the, the actual blogger software, to blog, there is not a way to respond individually to people. Uh, occasionally, somebody will, click a, will have a Gmail address and will click a little check mark box that says that you can respond directly to them but most of the time you can't and so I usually just put responses in the comments section and I think that that gets some people to come back to your blog again to check the comments and that's kind of nice and you can have little conversations there a lot of people probably never see the respond the responsive comments that I write though sometimes I will happen to already have somebody's email address because we've emailed about things in the past and if I really want to get to them then I will email them directly or if I really want to get to someone and they have their own blog, then I can go onto their blog and leave a comment on one of their posts. But none of those are very direct ways to respond. Uh, oh, by the way, if you use WordPress as your blogging platform, you can respond directly, which I think is fantastic. And I, I hope that Blogger starts doing that eventually. Number two, is there a way to tell if anyone has read my posts, even if they have not left a response? There are several different sites that you can go to where you can sign up your blog and that site will track your blog statistics. And blog statistics, there, there's kind of two sides to that coin. I was at the point for a while where I was checking statistics almost every day and it can become very obsessive and you can get really emotionally attached to how many people are reading the blog. And so think carefully about whether or not you want to do that. I like having the ability to check my statistics, but lately I don't check them very often. It's been probably at least a couple of weeks since I've checked the statistics on either of my blogs, and I think I'm a much happier blogger when I don't check it too often. But um, I use StatCounter, S-T-A-T, StatCounter.com, 
And you can also go to sitemeter.com, S-I-T-E, meter, M-E-T-E-R, sitemeter.com. Or I know that Google has something called Google Analytics that I think I'm actually going to sign up my blogs for. I was talking to a blogging friend who really likes Google Analytics and everything that that offers. All of those are free. Uh, you may have to pay extra if you want detailed information that, for instance, on, on Stat Counter, they'll give you detailed information about the previous 500 visitors, but if you want more than that, you do have to pay. I don't pay for either of mine. I don't really need that much detailed information. So that's how you can tell if people have read your posts. Number three, does it mean anything if there aren't any responses to my posts? I mean, like, is the writing bad? Should I just not take it personally or try to figure out why there weren't any responses? This is a tough one because so many of us, oh, Zoodle just dropped something on the computer. Thanks, Zoodle. So many of us are really emotionally attached, not only to our statistics, but to how many comments we get. And I'm like that. I mean, I wrote a blog post today that posted at 5 a.m. like most of mine do, and I don't think I've gotten any comments on it yet. I probably should have guessed that because it was a blog post about a vacuum cleaner, which may not be the most interesting <laughs> blog topic. But you really don't know until you start getting comments about whether or not something's going to be interesting. And it's always disappointing when you don't get comments. And when I first started blogging, I got far fewer comments than I got now. And, and I like getting more comments. And so... If you're that type of person, then yeah, you probably do want to start noticing which, which posts get comments and draw some conclusions from that. That being said, there's something to be said for writing just for the sake of writing and to write for the sake of enjoying the writing. So I think you need to decide, are you writing for yourself or are you writing for an audience? And there's not really a right or wrong way to write but if you're writing primarily for yourself because you want to get stuff out try not to be so emotionally attached to comments if you're writing because you want an audience still try not to make let it make or break your day but look at what posts are getting a lot of comments and what aren't and start just trying to see what the patterns are what topics are attracting attention um, what length of post is working best with your audience. I realized early on that a lot of my long posts were not getting a lot of comments. I think people just weren't reading the whole thing. And so I try to be careful and not have too many really long posts unless it's a really good topic that people will actually read the whole thing. I try to really kind of edit my posts down so they're not too long. Oh. And those are just, oh. that's something that works for me. But it's going to be different with every blog depending on how you write and who your audience is. So just start trying to pay attention to that and and um, gearing more of your writing towards the things that interest people enough for them to make comments. But I do want to point out that the people who comment on blogs are usually, at least in my case, they're usually fellow bloggers. They're people who understand how, how great comments are because they like to get comments themselves. If you have a blog that, say, maybe is read primarily by family members who don't have blogs themselves, don't expect a lot of comments and don't take it personally. They may be absolutely loving your blog and they'll see you in person and say, oh, I love how you wrote about blah, 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 blah. And you can ask them to leave comments and they might, but they probably just don't have that frame of mind where they understand how important comments are to bloggers. And so um, you may just have to accept that and that might just be something that you have to live with. So um, that would be my comment on comments. Oh, the other thing, I did a blog post several months ago about how to try to increase the traffic on your blogs. If you go to my blog, 
cbethblog.blogspot.com. And there's a little search box at the top left of that blog. You can just search for traffic and you should be able to come to that blog post and, and read some tips on how to try to get more people to uh, read your blog. Trudy's fourth question. I, I have seen some really nice looking blogs. How, uh, excuse me, mine looks boring. How do I do all of these marvelous things to my blog? You can actually do a, a search for free blog templates um, and then put in whatever blog platform you're using, free blog templates, WordPress, or free, free blog templates, Blogger. And that can be an easy way to vamp up your blog. A lot of people um, have created these free templates and they'll usually include instructions on how to get that template onto your blog. So that's a good way to start. What I like to do is to create, um, I, I actually found a free three column blog template because I like to have three columns. And if you need a link to that, just email me, I'll send it to you. And I like to create my own headers at the top of my blogs. And that's what I like to do. And then I play with the, um, the colors of the blog. And I like to do that instead of using a really fancy blog template just because I like to have a simpler look on my blog. Uh, you can go to a site called uh, Scrap Blog, scrapblog.com, and you can create free JPEGs that you could use as a blog header, and that's kind of fun. Um, or I kind of like to make them. So if you if you need a blog header and um, you'd like for me to make it for you, you can email me. And of course, it's limited as to the number of those that I can do, so I don't make any promises. But if a couple people would like me to make blog headers, I'd be happy to do that. Number five, and last question, is everything on my, I write on my blog protected by a copyright or is that a process? Yes, in the United States, everything is protected by a copyright, but it sometimes can be hard to prove that you're the first person that wrote something. So I use a, a service called myfreecopyright.com and they keep, um, they keep a, uh, some sort of digital record of each of my blog posts and they, they email me a link to that every day and I just put them in a particular folder in my email and that way if anybody did try to take one of my blog posts and post it as their own I could dig up this email saying I've got this email that digitally proves that I wrote this post and had it published on this day as opposed to just going into blogger and playing with the publishing dates and um, and then I could take it to court now I don't um, hopefully that'll never happen I doubt it will but I don't um, register my blogs with with the US Copyright Office I think you can do that but it costs money and um, I don't make a lot of money on my blogs so I try not to spend a lot of money on them either I hope that helps some other bloggers and I definitely hope it helps Trudy and um, please like I said go ahead and leave some comments in the comments section and and leave any other questions you have or any other comments that might help Trudy and help other bloggers with things that have worked for you as a blogger Hope you have a great week. Be sure to visit Seabeth Blog at seabethblog.blogspot.com where there's a new post pretty much every day.